Blog Talk Radio. I like it. So, um, 
I thank God for whoever the singer is, but uh, it's beautiful. We, we hear the instrumental version, and then all of a sudden this lady came in singing, I'm like, whoa. But I like it, you know, I put trust in you. Anyway, welcome, 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 welcome in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Each and every one, you're listening to the live audio broadcast today. We're broadcasting on Facebook, on YouTube, Periscope, um, Spotify. Let me get Sister Stephanie to tell you where we're broadcasting it. She's the producer, I'm not. Okay, we're on YouTube, Periscope, Twitch, Facebook, DLive. Uh, Spotify, uh, Google Chrome, their, uh, Google's podcast. Did I say blog talk? I don't think I said blog talk. Blog talk <laughs> and um, Twitter. Yeah. iTunes. That's uh, oh, Apple iTunes. That's uh, Apple Podcast. That's what it's called now. Apple Podcast. We're in a number of places. Uh, we're in a number, number of countries. But we'll come back to you with that later. Right now, let us go before the throne of grace. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for another day, hallelujah, that I've never seen before, Lord. I personally thank you for me being allowed to step in this time, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father, hallelujah. This day that I've never seen before, and at 12 midnight, I will never see it again. They don't repeat themselves. Hallelujah. But, Lord, we thank you for a new opportunity to bring your word to your people. Now, Holy Ghost, you told me kingdom mandate. That's what I'm doing. Kingdom mandate. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. We glorify your name. Bless each and every ear that's listening here, whether on the live audio, the live podcast, or on the, um, archive. We thank you for every ear listening here. Lord, we ask you to guide our footsteps, guide our words, your words, our mouth, Lord. We are your vessels. We are your daughters. Hallelujah. Lead us and guide the words in our mouths that you want your people to hear. God, we thank you, and we praise your holy name. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. We're going to bring on Sister Stephanie with our announcements this morning. Then we're going to come back to you with our topic for this morning, Kingdom Mandate, the series. This is Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Thank you all for listening to Sunday afternoon service. I'm going to acknowledge the countries that are listening to bring the prayer list. You have the United States, Russia, Germany, France, Ireland, Brazil, Canada, Australia, India, Finland, Denmark, Ghana, and Zambia. I'm sorry. And next our prayer list, we have um, James Russell, Maretta Link, the Hayfield family, 
Atisha Davidson family, Lennon Owens, Edna Clark, Richard Robinson, Keith Cavey, the Bass family, Remy Holmes, Emery Holmes, and Diane Holmes, Russ Wagner, Diane Wagner, and the granddaughter, Abby, Robert, daughter Abby, granddaughter Mackenzie, Malik Rose, and Bertha Wilson. Also, if you have a prayer request, go to our website and at reachingthemassesministry.com, go on a contact and leave your prayer request there. Or if you have a prayer, uh, praise report, leave it there under contact or go to our email. That's um, reaching the masses media ministry at gmail.com and send us your prayer request or your praise report. We'll, we'll um, announce it on our next program. Thank you. All right. All right. We thank God for our announcements. Um, and we ask you to continue to pray for each company, each country that we have named. I thank God that God has expanded this ministry so far. Oh, my goodness, I tell you, and he's still doing more and more and more. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. And he is blessing us financially to be able to take care of what we need to take care of this program. Um, I want to also mention our first responders. There are our firemen, our policemen, and our EMTs. I honor them too this morning, and our military. The Army, the Navy, Air Force, Marine, and our Space Force. Hallelujah. Thank God for all of them because they're out there protecting. Amen. Hallelujah. Just pray for all of those who have been injured or, or, or lives have been taken. You know, pray for their families. I, I, I know they are needed over in these foreign countries, but you know what? I'm not the president and neither am I God, so I think is get them all out there and bring them home. But God has a way that we don't understand. Amen. He deals with the president, whoever our leader is, in ways that we don't understand. So I advise thy God to. Amen. There's always been an army or a military to fight way back in Adam and Eve days. All of that stuff that happened back there, there was always someone with a sword, an arrow, or something, a spear, something. Man has always fought since Satan put his big foot in the pot. Then man has always fought one against the other. But all of this going to end eventually. But for right now, just pray for those that are out there who are in harm's way. Ask the Lord, hallelujah, to encamp them around with his angels to keep their souls, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Also, we pray for our president. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, hallelujah. I'm not going to say about that, but you know what? We're just going to ask the Lord to just bless our president so that the president can hear his voice and do what he needs to do. Amen. So much confusion out here in the world, Lord, hallelujah. But you know what, Lord? We know that eventually there's going to be peace. But you said that there's going to be peace. Hallelujah. And I thank you for that. So I'm looking for that peace. Ah, but I'm not going into what's coming after that, Lord. But I'm looking for that peace to come. But, Lord, we thank you. 
last, but when God said kingdom mandate, believe it. <laughs> yeah, and when I found out what he was talking about, I said, oh my God, okay, Lord. Anyway, um, the kingdom mandate is just what we just read. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. Whose righteousness? The righteousness of God in Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. And all these other things, he's not talking about cars and houses and clothing and jewelry, all that stuff you will get. The more you know God, the more you stay in his word, the more blessings of things you will get. But he's talking about spiritual things. You know, we often go around and say, well, what happened to healing the sick? What happened to raising the dead? What happened to the authority we're supposed to have? Well, it's not activated because you don't know the kingdom mandate. See, most of us don't even know what a kingdom is. We know what a democracy is because we live in one. But it's totally different in the kingdom. He didn't say, seek a democracy. He said, seek me first the kingdom of God. Amen? And all these other things will be added unto you. These supernatural things. He's not talking about natural things. These supernatural things, the things that will cause you to heal the sick and raise the dead and multiply food. All of these things come when you understand the kingdom mandate. So I will, I'm not begging anybody because, you know, if you want to know, then you, you do it on your own. But I will ask you to go and, and seek first the kingdom and all of his righteousness. It's all through the Bible. Look in the um Bible dictionary and, and look under um and the kingdom of heaven is like and go study each one of those things and as you study and pray and ask the Holy Ghost to reveal it to you you'll understand because I'm understanding more and more and more and more I don't even feel the same anymore because I know now who I am for years I had no idea who I was Amen. I know I was mama, I was wife, I was daughter. I knew that, but that had nothing to do with the kingdom. Amen? That's the worldly realm of stuff. But I found out one day that my home is not here. My home is in heaven. Mm, thank you. I am a citizen of the kingdom of God. Amen? I am a daughter, not a servant. Amen? And as a daughter of Christ, or as a son of God, hallelujah, daughter of God and son of God, we have a responsibility because our father is a king. And I have to tell you, it, it's something to that kingdom here in the United States. Like I said, we have a democracy. Over in the UK, they have a monarchy. Amen. Uh, I won't say any more about that because of what's going on with Harry and what's her name? Megan. Megan. I don't approve all of it. That's my opinion. The father never puts his children out of the kingdom. But, you know, the worldly kingdom, they may do anything. Enough said. 
But yeah, I'm gonna go down that road, y'all. Just for a little bit. I don't agree with what they're doing to Megan and Harry. Because once you're a king, a queen, or once you're a royalty, you're always royalty. Whether you're in that state or nation that they are, or whether you're in another nation. So what they're doing to Harry and Megan is totally out of order. See, that's the world system of a monarchy. The heavenly system of a monarchy. And a monarchy means one king for life. Our king, hallelujah, is El Shaddai. Hallelujah. Some call him Elohim. Amen. Hallelujah. Some call him Jupe Bape. Hallelujah. Depending on where you're from. Hallelujah. Our God, our king, our our, our father never puts us out of the kingdom. Once you're in, you're in. You're sealed until the day of redemption. So what they're doing to Megan and Harry, to me, is just a, a, it's a shame. Amen? They couldn't even keep their Instagram. They had to change the name to their Instagram. That, to me, is petty. They're reaching out and then say, oh, oh, well, you know, we're going to take this from here. We're going to take that from you because you don't want to stay up on us. You want to go and have your own right. You're darn right. They have a right to have their own right. See, I remember Diana, Harry's Harry's mom, and when she tried to step out and have her own life. Now, I don't know what's going on in that particular monarchy, but that's an earth monarchy. That's not a heavenly monarchy. Amen? That's an earthly kingdom, not a heavenly kingdom. But God, our Father, never keeps us out. He never takes away from us. He gives to us. Amen? Hallelujah. Take note, Queen. Do it the Bible way. Hallelujah. In her heart on that topic. But we came today from Matthew 6. We keep first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you. We all know that there are some things that if disciples did and that Jesus did that we are not able to do now. But that's because we don't know. Hallelujah. It's a lack of knowledge, a lack of knowing who you are. You say, well, I know who I am. I'm a Christian. Uh, okay. But being a Christian, okay, let me start from the very beginning. The Greeks start calling us Christians. When the disciples and things were on earth, they decided to call us who believed in God Christians. But that's not who you really are. Amen. You are royalty. Amen. Hallelujah. Even the Catholic Church calls themselves Christians. Christian just means believing in Christ. You can believe and still not live right. But when you know who you are in the kingdom of God, you certainly straighten up. Amen? You certainly don't want this stuff out here in the world. I I don't call myself a Christian. That means Christ-like. Amen? Uh Uh-huh. Guess what? (laughs) 
God and joint heirs with Jesus Christ, which means I am not Christ last. I am last Christ. Amen. He is my brother. He is my Savior also, but he is my brother because I am joint heirs with him. What he will get, I will get. Amen. As long as we both obey the Father and do what the Father says, then what he gets, I will get. I don't have to go to the cross because uh, Jesus sent his only begotten son, amen, to die on the cross for the rest of us, amen. So that's why I don't call myself a Christian. I am a daughter, or the Bible calls all of us sons, amen. Hallelujah, of God, just like Jesus was or is. Amen. Now, I'm not delving into that right now because that would take a long, long time. But we'll get to that eventually before this building is out. But know, hallelujah, that you are a joint heir with Christ. Amen. And if you be Christ, if you belong to him, then are you Abraham's seed as according to the promise. Who was the promise? Jesus Christ himself. So everything he has said shall be. Hallelujah. You need to know that. We get up and we preach everything and we preach the gospel. We preach prosperity. We preach health. All of those things will come. When God said, when Jesus left here, he said to preach the kingdom. The word that I just read to you says, seek First, the kingdom of God. Don't seek the gospel of Jesus Christ first, because within the kingdom of God is <laughs> the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen. You can't have one without the other. But I, 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 and I'm not going to go to people's pulpits today. I won't do that. But we are doing it so wrong, y'all. So, so, so wrong. Lord have mercy. And if we would just study, if I, yeah, I'm studying, but you're missing something. Ask God to open up your eyes the way He really wants it. Most people won't touch this scripture. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of His righteousness, and all of these things will be added unto you. They won't touch it because they don't understand it. But when you, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, go to the Holy Ghost and you fast and you pray, hallelujah, he will open up your eyes to something that you never thought before. And it's time for the kingdom mandate to be preached. Hallelujah, because when that is preached over the world, not the gospel of Jesus Christ, not prosperity, all that stuff is temporary. Amen. Hallelujah, thank you. I know most of y'all are going to say, oh, you don't know who I know I am. After it's going about what the Holy Ghost has taught me and what's right there in the Bible. When the Holy Ghost starts teaching you and you go back to the Bible, you will find it right there and you ask yourself, you know how the commercials say, hit yourself upside the head, bring action ahead of the That's what you do when you find out the truth. Dang, how come I didn't know that before? Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to give you an example of what God was dealing with me with as far as 
to our king is and who he is to us, and you'll understand why I talked about um, Harry and Megan earlier in the Bible. That talks about the prodigal son. Sister Stephanie, will you read that for us? So we're coming from Luke chapter 15, verse 11 to 24. And he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after the younger son gathered all together, and took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance and rise his living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine that in that land. He began to be in want. He went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine, and he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat, and no man gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of my fathers have bread enough and, and to spare, and I perish with hunger. And I arise and go to my father, and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and for thee, and, and am no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. He rose and came to his father. When he was yet a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and no more worthy to be called thy son. But the father said to his servant, Bring forth the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand. His, on his hand and shoes on his feet and yeah that's, I'm sorry and put on a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet now I'm going to go one way then I'm going to go the other or I'll go this way and then I'll come back to this Okay, you know, there is a difference between a producer, and I'm not talking about producing um, film and all that. I'm talking about a person that produces just about anything, whether it be a farmer or whether it be a jeweler or a, a restaurant owner, a producer, someone who creates something, and he turns it into a profit. Amen? P-R-O-F-I-T. Amen? He turns a profit with what he has created. And producing. He produced the product. And then he turns around and turns it into a profit. See, that's what happens on some of these online spaces. They produce a product. They create it. And then they turn around and look at it and say, how much will this be worth to other people? So what it costs him to make, he adds more on to it. Therefore, 
he's going to get a profit when he sells it. Now, you have two types of people, a producer and a consumer. A producer produces, adds more money onto it, sells it. Amen? Therefore, he's got what it costs to for him to make plus what he's going to get from it. So he's going to get double for his trouble. There's a lot of stuff in the Bible that we say that we don't even understand what we can. A producer gets double for his trouble. Amen? He makes it. That's how he counts out how much it's going to cost. Then he doubles or triples it. And if it's a good product, people will pay for it. Therefore, he's getting double and triple his money back. Amen? That's how you make money when you're a businessman. They had Donald Trump in the What's his other rich guy's name? Uh, and Bloomberg. That's how they made their money. Amen? But, yeah, he risked all the amount of We had one politics today. Okay? All right. But a producer does that. He creates a product, and he sees that it is good, and he decides what he wants to charge for it. And he puts it on the market, or he puts it before people, and they will pay for it. That's how he gets his money to make more product, amen, and keep producing the same thing over and over again. But a consumer will see it and say, oh, that is so good. Oh, that's so pretty. I want that. And he will take his money instead of going and producing something like that or producing something better, he takes his money and buys what's there. And he consumes it. Whether he wears it, whether he eats it, whatever, he is a consumer. He is not a producer. Amen? He's not a creator. He is a consumer. Therefore, he doesn't have anything except for the items that he gets bought. And in some manner, in some way, he is going to consume it, whether wearing it or whether eating it or whatever. He is a consumer. Therefore, he's going to have to keep going back to the producer who's actually making the item and double and tripling it to get his money to be able to produce more of what the consumer wants. Okay, now that you understand that, I'm going to make a comment. It's better to be a producer or a creator than to be a consumer. But that's not what we're here for. I gave you that so that you can understand the prodigal son. The prodigal had two sons. Hallelujah. Well, the, the father had two sons. The prodigal was actually a son, not the father. Um. The, the man had two sons. They were both faithful. They helped him do what he needed to do. You know, they co sold cow and sheep and all of this, and he made so much that he had enough money for himself and to put up for his boys when they decided to leave home. But while they were there, he was teaching them how to be a producer and not a consumer. Thus, I didn't my explanation before this. Amen. 
Now you see why I went there. But one night and one didn't. So the younger one decided, okay, I'm tired of being a producer. I want to see what's out there in the world. I know these people are buying our products, but I want to see what's out there in the world and see who they are. No doubt he had near someone and said, yeah, man, we have fun out there. Y'all on this farm, y'all doing the cows and the sheep and da-da-da and da-da-da and ya-ya-ya-ya. Uh-huh. I don't know what happened. I just know that the younger son decided that he wanted his inheritance. And so he went to his father and asked for his inheritance. He wanted his part of the production that they had been producing. And then he wanted his part of it, and he wanted to leave to go out there. Instead of being a producer, he decided, I want to be a consumer. I want to be out there with the rest of them and be able to get the jewelry and be able to get the fine houses and the fine cars and be able to, you know, me and my friends go out to Joe Smoke's restaurant, and I can just set up the whole restaurant. Yeah, I can go out there and stick my chest out. But I said, oh, I'm rich. But he didn't think it was thanks to his father that he was rich because his father was a producer, not a consumer. So Mr. Young, man who is a producer, decides he wants his inheritance to go out there and become a consumer, not understanding but it meant to be a consumer because once you consume it, you have no more. And he went out there and he blew his inheritance. And then he came upon a farmer who felt sorry for him hmm. and decided to hire him. See, when he was out there in the street, oh, he had many afraid for what he didn't realize that a consumer Riches don't last him for long, amen? But if you're a producer and you're able to create, you can do that over and over and over again, and you will, excuse me, y'all, always have. But he took his inheritance. Okay, I'm good. He took his inheritance. He went out and spent it all. And all of a sudden, his friends disappeared. Because they were consumers like he was. And they looked at him like, me, you got to be kidding. He ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing to do with you. I'm going to keep my little bit to myself. We all went out here. And we have spent, 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 drank, 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 having a good time. But, man, enough is enough. I'm going to take my little bit home with me. You ain't got, you just ain't got, man. You do whatever. You know, this is what friends will do to you. They'll tell you, I will stick with you to stick and thin. As long as they know you got money, they will. But when it comes right down to it and you're out of money, then you're out of love. Amen? Hallelujah. Anyway, let's go back to the prodigal son. He went and hired himself out to a farmer. And he was out there. The farmer put him out there with the pigs to feed the pigs. 
Why am I doing this? Thank you, Jesus. See, nobody teaches it. Amen? Or rather, they teach it in a different manner. I hear different types of teaching from this topic. But you come to yourself when you say, you know what? I'm going back to my father. At least I can be a servant. I know I did wrong. But at least I can be a servant. But you know what? When you're a son, you can never be a servant. Amen? There's two different things. A servant is someone who is not good. Amen? Without the shedding of blood, there can be no remission of sin. Uh-huh. We'll get back to that in a minute. Hallelujah. But when you are blood, you can't be a servant. Those two things don't matter. But that's what he thought, not knowing any better. In desperation, hungry, tired, broke, busted, and disgusted. <laughs> so he decided to go back to his father. <laughs> and his father saw him a long way off. How his father saw him a long way off, I don't know. But you know, a father knows. Your, your, your <laughs> the way that you walk, the father knows the color of your hair. The father knows, your parent knows, you know. When they see you walking, there's nobody else is walking with you. Uh, nobody else is walking like yours. His father saw him afar off, recognized who he was. That was his son. He had been with him all his life. And he said he saw him afar off and recognized who he was. And he went and fell on his neck. Now imagine, this man had just came out with pink pants, smelling like all get out. Didn't say nothing about him. He had took a bath for nothing. But the father fell on his neck and kissed him. That's what a father did. Amen. Your boss won't do that. They'll see you and, oh, man, you sick. Uh, uh, go stand down here. Go, 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 go away from me. But a father will welcome you with open arms, no matter what you, whether you smell like sin or whatever, whatever you've got on you. A father will always welcome you back. So kids out there who are listening to this, teenagers, young people, don't be afraid to go back home. I know you're messed up. You know what? But go back home, and your mom or your dad is going to work. Amen. So don't be afraid to go back home. Don't be too ashamed to go back home. Anyway, let's go back to the topic. Our topic is kingdom mandate. Amen. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, and all of these things will be added unto you. And I decided to come first with the prodigal son. Amen. And I already explained to you about being a producer, the difference in being a producer, and the difference in being a consumer. Two, there are two different things. This young man was a producer with his father. They all had. But when he left, he took his, he went out there and lost his part. But see, in the kingdom, in the natural world, look at Harry and Megan. You'll get kicked out. But in the kingdom world, he first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. Who's righteousness? God's righteousness. God is the one that's going to see you afar off. 
and he's going to grab you, hold you, kiss you on your neck, don't care what you smell like, where you've been or what you've done, and say, welcome home, son. See, what this young man didn't understand was that he wasn't going home to become a servant so that he'd have enough to eat. He was going home because he was a son and still is a son, and his father welcomed him back. Got the finest robe. Hallelujah. Put a ring on his finger. In those days, you had a ring, and it was a signet ring with your signature on it or whatever your uh, <clears throat> symbol was that helped you get things when you went to the market. Amen? To help you be recognized as who you are. Thank you, Jesus. Now, see, in heaven, we're going to get a white stone. That's going to cause us to recognize what we really are. Now, I'm not going into that right now, but the Bible says when you get over in heaven, you'll get a white stone. All right. Now, this man took the ring and gave it to his son, put a ring on his finger to recognize who he was. It was saying, you are my son. This is our crest. You know what a crest is? That, that, that some of them got lions and some of them got snakes and whatever, and it says who your family is, the McCoy family or whoever. You know, they might have a lion or a tiger or whatever, and you have a crest on your wall or in your uh, Bible or somewhere to let you people know who your family is. That's what a ring was like. And let people know who your family is. Amen. It had a symbol on it. And everybody saw that ring, knew who your family was. And he placed the ring on his son, on his wayward son's family, welcoming him back in the home. Hallelujah. In other words, what the son had did is now all erased. Amen. The son came back under his father, who is a producer. He found out that being a consumer was not a good thing. He found out that if you stay, hallelujah, under the wings of your father, in our case, our heavenly father, then God will always protect us. And if we fall from under him, we're going to have to do a little bit of suffering, but you're going to quickly run back. You're going to come to your sisters, quickly run back to the father, to the kingdom, to the kingdom. Amen. You no longer want to be a consumer wasting everything that you have. You're going to come to your sense and come right back to the Father. You're going to come to your senses and come right back to your Father. And when you do that, your Father will welcome you back. See, in the world, it's not like that. But in the kingdom of God, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, that's the way it is there. No matter what you did, no matter what you said, no matter what you smell like, that's why he sent Jesus Christ to die for your sins, past, present, and future. God is telling you today, come back home. Don't stay out there in the sin and the muck and the mire. You don't have to go out there and look at the pig flock wanting to eat that. You have a father, hallelujah, who is waiting for you. All you have to do is go and say, Father, forgive me, for I have sinned against you. 
and he receives you right back into his home. Now, there's another part to this about the oldest son. We'll go over that at another time. But know this. First, the kingdom of God, these are the things that he's talking about. This is one of the parables. Amen. Don't be afraid to come back home. Yeah, you wasted whatever you had. Yeah, you went out there and you did everything you thought you were grown enough to do. But God has said today, come back, my child. Hallelujah. Everything here is yours. Everything I've worked for is yours. So you don't have to work going without. You don't have to come back as a servant. You are my child. You are my blood. I sent Jesus to shed his blood for you. I sent, hallelujah, my son, one of my sons, hallelujah, to shed his blood for you. Without the shedding of blood, there could be no redemption of sin. Come back to the Father. You can be redeemed again. Yes, you can. You were redeemed once, and you always redeemed. Once you redeemed, always redeemed. You are his child. You are his son. You are his daughter. So come back. Don't be afraid to come back, and don't stay out there in that mess, because you know that what you're doing is wrong. Don't stay out there in it, because the end of that is death and hell if you don't come out there. Amen? Hallelujah, Father. Can't do anything. If you won't let him come in, and he's not going to bust in like gangbusters. Look at the way that you're living. Ask yourself, is this a thought? Ask yourself, is this what my father wants for me? Don't let Satan fool you and say, yeah, girl, yeah, man, you know, you having a fuss, you having a ball. Look at it, look at it, look at it. You decked out in your armor. You feeling good, you're going to feel good. Uh-huh. You know what? You tell that devil to get out your faith, and you go back to the Father. Hallelujah. He's waiting for you. And he's going to see you afar off, and he's going to welcome you. In our case, all we got to do is get on our knees or bow our hands and say, Father, welcome me back. Forgive me. Hallelujah. I'm back. I'm back home. Hallelujah. I am so sorry. Forgive me. Hallelujah. And he, right there, will forgive you and accept you back. Amen. Amen and amen. Next week, we're coming from something else. And I'm hoping I explain this, you know, to the point that everybody can understand. No matter where you are, God says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. Your father is a king. You seek. But he has already taught you. Amen. You seek forgiveness. Though you went out there, or you may still be in it. Because you're so afraid. Oh, well, my father may not forgive me, so I'm going to stay in it. Or you have deceived yourself and say, well, God understands. You know what? Well, he understands you don't want to do right. And to you, your father will not welcome you back because you don't see that you're wrong. But when you finally see that what you are doing is wrong and you go to the Father, he will accept you immediately. But you've got to see it and know it in your heart. Amen? Continue to seek the kingdom. The kingdom mandate says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Decide, I'm going to be a producer. 
a creator, hallelujah, like my father, rather than a consumer like the world. Because if I'm a producer, I will always have. But if I am a consumer, I'm going to run out. But I've gone out there and did what my father said not to do. So eventually I'm going to run out and I'm going to end up. <coughs> and somebody's pit pit sitting on the side of the road and wishing I were in my father's house. No say you can sit there wishing to get up, go back to the father, ask for forgiveness, and you're right back there. Amen. You have the choice. Be out there in the mess or go back to the Father. That's part of the kingdom mandate. Seek ye first the kingdom. Amen. What is all about? What he's talking about? Hallelujah. Seek what he's trying to teach you. Seek to know him. And all these other things will be added unto you. What other things? All these supernatural things that he has for us will be added to you. All the things that Jesus did, multiplying the food and finding money in a fish mouth and the fish coming up in the net, that's at Jesus' word, you know. Oh, we're going to go through this thing. The kingdom mandates it more than you think. Amen? We're going to, before we go, I want to, Give you the, did we already give them the meaning of mandate? Um, no, not yet. Uh, let me give you the meaning of mandate, just in case I didn't. Sister Stephanie? Uh, mandate means official order or commission to something, authority to carry out a policy or course of action. Yes. The authority or who? The authority to carry out the authority to carry out a policy or course of action. A policy or course of official action. order. An official order. Mm-hmm. Amen. Official order of God is no matter what you've done, come back. You're welcome back. So come back. And your father will see you afar off and welcome you back. Amen. And if you've lost your identity, he's going to put that ring on your finger or whatever it is God does. Give your wife or whatever, and you will regain your identity. Because when you're out there in the world, you forget exactly who you are. Amen. But it's your comeback. The kingdom mandate says come back. Remember who you are and come back. Amen. You've been listening to Reaching the Masses Media Ministry. Our title has been The Kingdom Mandate, and we're going to do a series because there's a lot to this Kingdom Mandate. Amen. Hallelujah. And as I do this, then I'm going to also come to you explain about how the ecclesia and the kingdom, you can't have one without the other. Now, people won't tell you this, a lot of people don't understand what an ecclesia is. But, long story short, I hope you enjoy it today. And yeah, I know, you know you say, keep on talking, keep on talking. But I promise not to keep you that long. So we'll come back next week, and I will announce 
on whatever platform you're on, what we're going to speak on beforehand, and um, give you the scriptures beforehand so you can study it. But don't forget to come back tonight for our scripture and prayer, and thank all of you for listening to what a father wants and what a father needs. Yesterday, uh, Elder Charlie Pritchett and Deacon Daryl Hazley had the program yesterday. Uh, we're coming back next week, next Saturday, with another topic. Sister Stephanie and I are coming back. Not going to give the topic right now. That'll be announced during the week also. So um, either Wednesday or during the night prayer and um, scriptures. So stay tuned. We're going to go through this kingdom mandate so that you can all understand. Because let me tell you things, we're going the wrong way. And I knew it. I've been knowing it for years. But, you know, I, I kind of was shame. I'm saying, I don't know why I'm feeling like this, Lord. I even, even told my husband, I said, you know, honey, there's more to it than this. I don't know how I know, but there's more to it than this. And, you know, we were both preachers that we preached, but I was never satisfied with what I did. I don't mean because I knew it was more. I was studying, studying, studying. Oh, yeah. Fast and praying. Oh, 20 day fasting, nothing but water. And, and it was not revealed to me until this time. But see, my to maturity could not have accepted it at that time. Amen. But now, being mature in age, I'm understanding a whole lot. And the Holy Ghost believed and died. Once I found out who the Holy Ghost really was, then he began to reveal to me things that I did not know. But kingdom mandate, we're going to give it to you. We're going to give it to you straight. Thank you all for listening today. This is Portia Mike along with uh, Sister Stephanie Pritchett saying, God loves you, so do we. And if you're not saved, keep on listening to this because you don't know who you are. But when you find out who you are, you're going to come running to Jesus. You're not just any ordinary man or woman. You are royalty. But you have a father who will not keep you out of the kingdom. Amen? You always love you. Amen? Kingdom mandate. Stay tuned next Sunday for part two of Kingdom Mandate. Love you all. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you.
Thank you. 